In the words of the great KRS-One, rap is something you do. Hip-hop is something you live. And Freedom Felons is hip-hop. Not just hip-hop. They're your urban culture go-to clothing line. Everything from guys' apparels, women apparels. FreedomFelons.com is the only place to go to get your flyest gear. Check them out. Any sizes, any colors, custom order, made specially for you for the urban culture. WakeTheFlockUp.net is proud to announce Freedom Felons, brand new sponsor. Go check them out, FreedomFelons.com. When it comes to entertainment in Los Angeles, one production company has it on lock. Young Baca Productions. From a bi-monthly show at the airline here in Los Angeles, to the many shows, to the B-Side Forum, to the State of Battle Rap on the B-SideChannel.com, Young Baca Productions are putting together the dopest entertainment in Los Angeles, California, and beyond. Check them out on Wait the Flock Up Send You, YoungBacaProductions.com. show you are now listening to wake the flock up with concept 714 fluent rhythm is off there doing whatever it is he's doing the wifey's here mc chato's here come here and we got a future guest coming up next right tell them who you are anu 322 out of anaheim california that's the long why is it so complicated 374,404 was it 322 dudes before you Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. So uh, we're here at beautiful, formerly known as Distorted Truth. We're here at King's Corner. Brand new, uh, brand new look for the place. Uh, the owners of uh, kind of like um, uh, follow different business ventures. You know, Dips is still here doing his thing. Dammit's still out there uh, doing his own thing. Still Sulu Kings, of course. But uh, you know, they've uh, advanced and decided to do their own things. So wake the fuck up .net, Follow us. Check us out. Tell your cousins. Tell your neighbors. Tell your friends about the show. That's that's how we populate more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just word of mouth, all that good stuff. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us. Show us some love. All that good stuff. Tonight is going to be a very special night. We're going to have a lot of um. First time things go down and some things that I like to kind of keep a loop going. I don't want to just keep it all MCs or all hip hop oriented. I like to kind of branch out a little bit, you know? And, uh, we're going to do three interviews today. We got Ricky Rick right here. We have, uh, Wacko and we have Afro who has a lot of story to tell us. I'm sure from everything that he's gone through in the last, what, six months? Fucking crazy, right? crazy yo tonight right now is uh i have uh the pleasure of sitting with ricky rick yo what up man what up how you doing 
Pretty good, man. Pretty so good. where do we know Ricky Rick from? Where does Ricky Rick come from? All that good stuff. Uh, I'm originally from the IE, man. Uh, Riverside. Was born and raised. Was out there for psh, since I think about 23 years old. I'm 29 now. I moved out here in Orange County to get closer to L.A. You know, started my comedy out here. And then just, you know. So that, when did uh, comedy start for you? Because you look fairly young. Yeah, yeah. You look like a young dude. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell us exactly your age, but I'm just saying, can't, you can't, you're, not old, you're not 40. Right? No, no, no. Okay. Everyone thinks like, I have that baby face. So yeah, like, I'd oh, say yeah, like 28, 29. Yeah. Yeah. 29. 29? 29. See, yeah. there you go. That's, that's fairly young. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so when did it start for you? Six years ago. Uh-huh. Little, little over six years. Okay. Um, it's crazy how I started. The uh, first time I, I started comedy, I was uh, I was popping in at a Long Beach show. It was in Long Beach. It was an all black show, and I didn't I didn't know about comedy. I just wanted to be around it. Everyone told me to go show my face, and mm-hmm. I popped in there. And the guy kept seeing my face. And after like three weeks of going there, every you know, every single uh, every single show, like I I asked him, I'm like, you put me up. He goes, yeah, I'll give, you, I'll give you three minutes. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, come next week. I was like, all right, cool. Three minutes is a lot in comedy time, right? Oh, three minutes was like a fucking hour up there, bro. Dude. It was an hour. I, I can cuss, right? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. If you did not cuss, I would be offended. All right. Yeah, so I, you know, I came back. I came back with a girl. I thought I was all cool and shit, you know, like, and uh, I told her I was a comedian. I was all lying about it. You know, I haven't even been on stage yet. Yeah. I just thought I had it. So you, know? you the was, first time you were doing comedy, you brought a date with you. I brought a, I brought a really pretty, pretty girl. <laughs> okay. And, uh, that it, didn't, it didn't go so good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine Man. that it went fantastic. Because that's how everyone, like, when you do comedy, everyone thinks, like, when they look at a comedian, they're like, oh, I could do that shit. Yeah. And that's exactly what I thought. I yeah. was always funny. I was always class clown. But, yeah. you know. When you're stepping on stage, it's totally different, man. And I started getting nervous. I started drinking, you know, oh, and then uh, rookie and, mistake. Yeah, and he goes, "You're gonna open up the show." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Three minutes, yeah, before the actual host. So I was actually opening the show to open, you know, the show for the host. Yeah. So he, you know, they just the DJ announced, "Give it up for your opener, Bobo Ricky Rick." Or no, they, my they uh, said my name first, Ricky Escarcega, because yeah. I didn't even go by Ricky Rick yet. Right. Oh, I'm, Okay, so when did the so that you're there, you got a date, and you're like, hold on, baby, I got this. Yeah, Watch yeah. me do this, right? So I, <laughs> so I'm all, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm nervous, but then I'm like, ah, I got this. Yeah. They, they laugh at everything, yeah, no you know. And I go up there, and uh, I, oh, fuck, I bomb, dude, crickets. And then you know, and I remember the host running. I just, I literally dropped the microphone within one minute, bro, and walked off stage. Oh, you decided after one minute, okay, this yeah, is, yeah, this I is just like, not gonna happen. I was like, ah, oh, fuck this shit, and I walked off. And it so, sucks, dude. so the host had to run up there and like save me. He goes, all right, and this first was like. All right, should uh, Ricky go on with comedy or kill himself? And everyone just started laughing, dude. Oh. So it was like embarrassing, you know, yeah. for for me. And then I was like, I looked at my date and I was like, I fucked that up, you know. Um, Did you get so, laid? Uh, probably out of pity, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, but you got laid, though. You felt sorry for me, you know. You got but, laid, though. Yeah. Okay, so then semi-successful yeah, night yeah, yeah, still, yeah. right? 23 uh, getting laid. That's what's up. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was uh, definitely... You know, it's crazy because I, I did research, I read books, I did all that shit to, you know, kind of prepare me for that. Yeah. So, like, I knew what I was going in. Like, after that, I knew I needed to work. And I needed, I needed reality, I needed a reality check, you know? So, as soon as that, that next day came, I was like, all right, I'm, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fucking put it in 100%. And, and, then, and there's no, like, freestyle in a set, right? Like, you can. There's comedians that Comedians that are able to freestyle, like, three see, minutes? Of, see, yeah, I can, I, can, I can freestyle up there. 
You know, but the thing about it is you have shit to fall back on. Like you, you, you see a buff guy, you have buff material. Oh, you know, it, okay, that's, okay. that's a, as a comedian, you kind of throw that out there. Like you see an Asian, you have, and, and you, people think it's freestyle, but you are kind of going off the top of your head because it's, but you have it kind of like a freestyler, you okay, know, like well, a, a, as a rapper. This is my understanding of comedy. Like every set is a practice set for your next set, is it not? Like you write material, okay? You write no, it at home, the, and let me go and try this out, see how it goes. And by like the third set, you know places, what to cut and what certain places. Because okay. as as a routine, like I'm in LA every single night performing. Yeah. So what I do, certain shows, I work on new material. Certain comedy clubs, mm -hmm. but there's certain shows that you do when you go on the road. Your your shit has to be dialed because you can't be getting paid to, to practice new shit. Mm. People will come up to you and be like, hey, why are you doing new material? That wasn't funny. We're paying you this much money. They're going to get upset about it. You know? And so, they can tell. The, I mean, because I guess they're comedy. Well, yeah, because you're it's club owners. They realize it, right? Yeah. They, they understand. Oh, okay. He's I, trying dude, there's, dude, Chris Rock goes in. The, I'm at the comedy store every single night. You know, the comedy store, Chris Rock. You have all these famous comedians. You know, yeah. Martin Lawrence has been been popping up now. He's yeah. been there a lot lately. Dane Cook. All these guys were, I'm doing shows with at the Laugh Factory, the yeah. comedy store. These guys are working on new material every single day. And it's not the greatest shit. You're not, they're not always killing it. And they like that. Bill Burr has been on stage. You know who Bill Burr is, of right? Of course. A great comedian. He's been on stage. And I remember he's at the comedy store. He, he, uh, he bombs. Bombs. Bad. He comes out with his notebook. And one of the guys is like, hey, maybe next time. He goes, what? That was great. That was fucking awesome. He, see, as a comedian, people don't know that you learn from that. You learn what to do next, you know, to do better next time, you know. He does right. have this kind of... Uh comedy routine that's very like i don't want to say it's specific to one audience but it is very like uh moment of your life like like he'll be he'll put himself in the moment that's what makes it relatable like yeah. oh i know exactly what he's talking about yeah. and obviously he he turns it up to 10 that yeah. moment of like being up there and your girlfriend wants you to buy cupcakes or something you know like he, yeah. he, we've all been there like a wife takes you out to go do something you don't want to do see when people can relate to it that <laughs> yeah. shit makes it funny dude right, you know? right. like shit like you know i, I mean there's certain things you could say, and and you're the thing about it. What made me like fucked with my head because I just always try to please everybody. I was like, oh shit, if I didn't see someone laughing, I'm like, oh, I'm not funny. But mm -hmm. the, then you got 200 other people laughing. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, am I not funny? Mm -hmm. it, it messes with you. But you can't please everybody in the crowd. That's what everyone like when when you go like as learning as a comedian. Silence is awesome, dude. When when you when it's silent. That means they're listening. Mm. When people are talking and jibber jabbing, you know mm. that means you're not doing a you know not doing a good job. But yeah. but learning your timing, your structure, all that shit, it, it comes into play. You know? So uh, on average, right? Because I'm sure there's different ways of measuring it. How is success measured on a set for you specifically? Like, what did you say? Like, oh, that was a good set. Okay, I know it's more than just laughter. Okay, as as audience, I'll I'll say in a view of audience. Audience is is laughter, obviously. Yeah. But there's also, I mean, you can go up there and be like, you know, do stupid shit on stage and mm -hmm. make a crowd laugh. But yeah. to as comedians, when we're standing in the back, we're like, that's fucking dumb material. But there's some comedians that have clever material, but some crowds just don't get it. As a comedian, you're looking back like, fuck, that's awesome material. Yeah. Why aren't they laughing? They just got to work on little things, you know, yeah. just the actual material itself is amazing. There's great writers and sometimes uh, uh, crowds just don't get actual joke mm. it's um but reaction i guess mm -hmm. reaction from so the reaction as a comedian on stage you're looking for a reaction and then after that it's the like uh, bill Burr, like that it was saying oh okay and just because i didn't make him laugh doesn't mean that that 
that set wasn't successful as in like I get to practice it, I get to work that on it. That was very successful for him because when you're working on new material and you see that you're, you get a, a certain level of laughter mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're doing, a, you're doing a new part of a joke and then they don't laugh, boom, you know to take that little portion out. It's like cutting the fat. You know, so then yeah. next time you get on stage, you know not what to say. I audio record every single set. So when I go back, I listen to it on my So you watch on, your on own tape show. type deal. Yeah. I audio, I video record everything. Yeah. So I can actually listen to myself. I watch my movements on stage and I'm like, that's stupid. Sometimes I get the chills on certain stupid things like like stupid things I do on stage and yeah. I'm like, I will never do that again. Right. And then I watch my old stuff and I'm like, wow. And just to kind of, because sometimes I get in a rut where I'm like, fuck, what am, what am I doing? Like, am, yeah. Like I get bored of my material, mm. and then as a comedian now, now I'm so, I've been doing it for so long that I love doing new material. Yeah. So doing I, the new material is exciting to me. I love I love comedy because for I think for the same reasons I love hip hop because um they both worlds are very common in one like an MC really doesn't have like a band behind mm-hmm. them like a reggae band or something like that where you could like the the drummer could save your set. Yes. Or yes. the, you know, MCs are really like, you're up there, right? And you're solo and you're there. So there's that crowd interaction where, okay, you walk up. They, they've never heard of you. They're, okay, make it happen. Yeah, dude. And you're up there now. You gotta, you gotta interact with someone, right? And also, um, the touring is very like the same, the same, same thing, thing we gotta go through is like lonely nights and calling the family at home. And yes, the, the other people like in bands have to do that, but they do get to do it with three other dudes or four other dudes. And maybe as a comic, you might not get that opportunity because at the end, you're not all in the same group, bro. Like no, no, you're all yeah. really very there by yourself just with other people. Yeah. That makes sense, you know? When you're a single artist like yeah. that, as a, as a rapper, you go on stage. Sometimes you have a backup dude. Yeah. As a comedian, when you go on stage and you're not making a crowd laugh, yeah, they don't like you, man. They judge you in your entire fucking life, dude. Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck this guy. They won't even talk to you. They're like, oh, this guy has a small dick or something. Like, you know, yeah. just shit like that. You're like, you're like, man, I don't have AIDS, bro. Like, it's just <laughs> don't judge me because I had a bad night. You right, know? Like, right, right. It's 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 crazy on 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 the level. And it is respect. very r- Russian roulette because you don't get another chance. Yeah, you don't you don't get a like a, you don't get to. Okay, no, no, no. Hold on, come back tomorrow, cause then I'll be. No, you get yeah. to get those 20, 15 minutes, and then that's them gonna convince you whether the next time they see your name on a flyer, they're gonna go for you or not at all, altogether. So I really appreciate that. Also, the fact that it's so, like, bands can cover other bands. Oh yeah, an MC can never cover another MC. Yeah, I yeah. can't be like, hey, come out tonight, Chato. I'm doing all Eminem shit tonight. You'd be like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> and it's, and it's also like respected, like understood. Okay. Like it takes a lot of work. Uh, so other MCs know kind of your struggle. Other comedians oh. know, oh, you know, or it's, we're very against biting also that I know that in comedy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, there's a big no, no. And even until you get to a certain scale in hip hop, then for some reason we give fucking Jay Z a pass for spitting a whole verse of somebody else. Yep. It's bullshit. It, it happens. In everywhere. comedy, you can't do that at all. Though. There's dudes in the back of comedy clubs in LA, bro, writing your shit down like this. What? Word of God. No. Audio recorders, all that shit. And th- you know what they do? And they go and sell it to famous comedians. Happens all the time, dude. They take no like one. they take like someone that's not been seen or guys that are funny that are not necessarily developed, and just take it and sell it to somebody. So take the premise and then the guy, the the big yeah, and they name rewrite dead. it and they fucking make it better. Uh huh. You know, they they take that and just okay. Let me ask you this, it. and and the reason I ask is because, um, so if who is who is more to blame there, 
the big comedian that's buying it or the dudes that are willing to sell it to him? The com- a lot of com- I, see. I don't know. I don't know that portion of it because I don't know if the comedian knows that it's stolen. Oh, but he's still but buying I don't, material. I don't deal with that kind of stuff. I stay away from all that shit. But he's Dude, still buying I, material, right? That's not his. There's comedians that have that pay for writers. Yeah, they pay for writers. But what? writers themselves, I I guess they pop in, and I never dealt with it, dude. I yeah. mean, I'm not in that. I don't want. I don't want to cause like a conflict or anything like that. I've never dealt with that kind of shit. If I see like, cause I've I've been I've been in comedy clubs where I've seen I literally about to go on stage and I see a, like a famous comic do my actual joke. Yeah, it's not joke stealing. It's like the same thing. I can't do it because he just did it. Yeah, he's a bigger comic, and I'm not gonna go and sit there and and debate with the crowd. Oh no no no! I came up with it first. I came up with it. First. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'll drop it, dude. I'll either I'll I'll just drop it and all right. He's already done it. But there's 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 been those big names, right? And we can talk about them if you want to. Where they're known to have done that or to be doing that, right? Like like your Mencias and all that stuff. When it's like, dude. You, for a fact, stole this whole premise that Ari came up with before you did kind of shit, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, like, debatable. So what happens is, like, if an MC at our level, right, if someone gets caught find out biting, right, like yeah. stealing and all that shit, they're automatically blackballed from, like, at least any venues where, where like, they lo- they get, purists Everyone loses out. respect for them. You right. Know? And, it, dude, it doesn't hurt. Sometimes it doesn't hurt their career. I mean, they, they, I mean, they're still. I mean, Men- yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not saying Mencia stole because I'm friends with Rogan. I'm friends with Mencia, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not saying that he did that. I, st- I stay out of that kind of shit. But yeah. the fact that everyone blamed him for that shit, yeah, speaks for itself, kind of thing. Yeah. So, okay. But he's still doing his Is thing. Is he? He keeps to himself. Yeah, he, he's traveling he, the world. But he dude. really did die off for a long time. Yeah. And I figured it was off all of because TV. Oh, off of TV. Okay. But he's still making his money, man. Mm, that's what's up. He's still making mad money, bro. Okay, are they comedians that that we kind of see as the riffraff of comedy? See, see the thing, what people don't understand, just because you don't see them on TV doesn't mean they're, they they lost their job. Well, just because they're on tour. But if they made it to a TV, it's kind of like a like a peg that they reached. And if yeah. we don't see them there, we feel that like, okay, they must have fallen. Because they have off. different priorities. Some oh, guys so settle. Some guys settle for going on tour. Because the thing about going on tour, when you're on tour for so long, you can't be in LA to film for TV. Mm. You know, so you miss a lot of opportunity. That's the thing that sucks about being on tour. Like I, when I was on tour for uh, I think like three months, I couldn't do my auditions. You know, and it came into conflict because I have a uh, agent, a manager, you know, and a manager for comedy. So they would have to keep in contact with each other. Yeah. So the fact that I couldn't make my auditions um, because I was on tour, you know, my managers had to talk to each other, you know, and make right. sure that I can, when I come back, all my auditions will be right there. So sometimes touring will pay better than the TV gig, or there's other reasons why you want to tour and not do the TV. Because I can't TV, imagine TV's good, right? It's exposure so, and it's good money. Dude. But if you're like somebody who's already done, like, let's like say, like a some like people a don't George, like to do TV. You say, say you're George Lopez, where you've already did six seasons, maybe artistically. You're going to go back on tour and get back into it because you're yeah, really that comedian. They look at, hey, I got a family. Mm. Shit like that. So I stay. I got a family. Some comedians like to stay here in LA yeah. and do the thing. And yeah. some comedians, they like to be on the road. That's and and honestly, it does get lonely when you're on the road, bro. Mm. You're in a hotel room, dude, doing FaceTime Just blow with your girlfriend. And and, or if you have kids, you know, yeah. it sucks, dude. I mean, I've, I've been there. And, you know, you get in this conversation, you know, you want to go out and have a good time because and not only that, it fucks with you because you look on Instagram, Facebook and you see all your friends having a great time and you're like, fuck, I wish I can be there. 
you know and but then again it's like you got to work and then your girlfriend's giving you a hard time why don't you fly me out to the, mm. the city here and and it beats the whole purpose of you being in that city because you're making money so you can provide so it just it's, it's it, it, um it is there is something for said for doing shit for by yourself right mm. so like the wife never comes with me dude she only comes with me on days on weeks where it's real heavy for me like so i do two other podcasts besides this mm-hmm. and then i do an album review show that's four days out of the week that I'm not home at night and in the daytime I'm at work. Mm-hmm. So when I have like real heavy and I have meetings or whatever, then she'll tag along at least one day or two. At least she can hear my voice and see me, that kind of stuff, you know? Uh, but there is some for being like, I, if they, like if I have a business meeting, I'd rather go by myself because I want to learn from that experience. I want to kind of soak it in and I feel I can kind of like, uh, take more of it in if I don't have to worry about a secondary person. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like the homie, like, oh man, where's he at? Is he sitting? Is he, where's he at? Is he doing something stupid? You know what I mean? That kind of yeah. stuff. So when you're like, when, uh, like, I, can, I can't imagine like your girlfriend say, hey, well, how don't you fly me out of Austin with you, right? Like, cool, cause I gotta, I gotta get this set right. And I wanna concentrate. I don't have to worry about you. They don't, shit. sometimes they don't understand, that, dude. <laughs> yeah. And it met, I, I went through that same thing. I was in tour in Texas and my girlfriend, you know, and in the times that I, like the guys, I, I got little, uh, not, I don't know, lonely, but I wanted to go out and do stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and I seen all my friends having fun, having yeah. parties and getting together. I couldn't, the only thing I could do is call them on the phone mm-hmm. or text them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people out there in the city I was in took me out, have a good time. And then you got to come home in your hotel room and explain why you're drunk to your girlfriend. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> why are you slurring? <laughs> yeah. Why are you slurring? Yeah. What you, you know, and you wake up to explaining yourself what you did that night you know so it's yeah. friends hate smoking weed with me because i'm that paranoid smoker right clap your hands if you're a paranoid smoker Woo! you've been paranoid before you're that type of person that smokes a blunt you're like oh my god oh my god who turned the lights off public bathrooms i hate them this is actually a true story. I was at a Best Buy one time. True story. I was, I was handling my business. I was sitting on the stall, right? I was handling my business, and I was doing what everybody else does here. I was on Facebook. <laughs> right? This, this shit is true, because you know, like, you have to be on your... Everybody nowadays has to be on their... Like, when you take a doo-doo, you have to have your phone, right? You be in mid-shit, you're like, oh, I forgot my phone. Fuck. Won't even wipe, you come back and be like, I got my phone Facebook sign this good. Let's do it. There's not too many people, everyone else pulled out and shit or what? That's the new method nowadays, 2012, we pull out! Dude! I like the people watch, but tell them, this is what your kids are doing. They're drinking hand sanitizer for the fucking alcohol. You need to beat them every morning. You need to go and punch him in the fucking throat. <laughs> and be like, that's for later, fucker. Cause you know they're gonna do some fucked up shit later on that day, right? Time out. Does anyone do time out here? No. Oh my, beat your kid. You do time out? Shame on you. God, time out. I seen a kid at Walmart one time. Kid was getting yelled at by his mom. She's like, Jimmy, go to timeout. He's like, Mom, I'm fucking 19. What the fuck? So why comedy? What about comedy for you specifically? Uh, it, it's crazy because 
I never really got to express myself. I growing up, I always got in trouble for being funny. I always got in trouble in class, you know, making jokes to my mom, my dad, and then I I wanted to make them proud, so I went to college to, you know, become a firefighter and a medic. I became a medic, you know, and I hated the job, you know. I was I was stuck up never crack jokes anymore i lost my personality you know you, i had to be serious you, you can't crack jokes when you're like oh you have yeah. an internal bleeding and then you, yeah. you drop a one-liner you can't remember. yeah dude it's like <laughs> what and, would you it, say to somebody who has like internal bleeding if you're trying to try out your comedy on them <laughs> can you think <laughs> you're gonna of, fucking die bro <laughs> you're gonna fucking are you okay no no, 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 you're not okay. I'm you're, okay, but I'm good. I used to do that all the time. Like when I, I, I put, I put uh, IVs in people, yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh, it's gonna hurt. I'm gonna, it's gonna hurt you, but it won't hurt me at yeah, all." Yeah, you're good. You know? I'm okay. <laughs> so yeah, you can't try out your comedy on someone that you're crying yeah. out. And it's not necessarily that. It's just like when, when I, uh, I, I don't know. I kind of fell into it, dude. And once I did it the first time, I went on stage, even though I bombed. I knew I wanted to do it because I just it, you can express yourself on stage. You could say almost anything and express yourself and create a fucking picture on stage. And me, oh, I was always a storyteller. And if you see me like telling stories, I've always been like that. When I get drunk, dude, I'll get up out of my chair and tell a story and do the oh, you know, all that shit. And I, you know, and one day. Uh, someone came up to me when I was doing comedy in, in LA. They're like, man, your facial expressions, your body language, everything. And I was like, when it kind of clicked, I was like, oh, that's my style. So I kind of stuck with that. I'm very animated on stage. So I, it, it came from being a little kid from doing all those, you know, yeah, you know, impressions and all that shit. And, and it kind of, are we good me. with impressions? Hold on. Not it, impressions. Is actually, it, is it seem okay? Cause I was going to ask you for, for a comedian that does not do impressions. Is that seem like something that they don't have in their arsenal? Or is it something that like all comedians should kind of develop, which no. is actually its own style of comedy? That's own. Everyone has their own style. Okay, you don't have to. I do characters. I don't do impressions. Mm. I do. I create my own characters. I mean, yeah. I act like certain people, like on Cops. I act like a, you know a drunk person on Cops, yeah. and you know you can create. That's the cool thing about comedy. It's like you can create anything and put it in a picture form. And some guys, every if you look at anybody's style, everyone has a different style. There's comedians that go up there and hold the microphone and stand in one place yeah. and kill you with their words. Right. And there's comedians like Jim Carrey that go up there and that are fucking goofy, and you laugh at everything they're doing, their facial expressions, their body language, everything, mm -hmm. and it just it creates a picture. You can see like. And, you know, um, like that's what me, like with me, I was like, I loved Def Comedy Jam. I mm. loved Eddie Murphy, bro. Eddie Murphy. I loved uh, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence was hilarious to me. I loved the way he did like funny shit when he walked on stage. And, yeah. and I would always like uh, act like him, you know, to my friends. And when we party and stuff, you know, I always, always act like him and be goofy like that. And, and being a comedian going on stage, it allowed me to do that. Do we have brothers and sisters? All that good stuff. Yes. Brothers and sisters. Yes, I have younger, a, older. Oh, I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. So, what do they think about you being Ricky Rick? Oh, they love it. They with it. Yeah. Okay. It was a shock at first. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's cool." Like you know, patting me on. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You do comedy, and they and they go and see me, and they're like, "Dude, oh shit, okay. you do comedy." Yeah, and then they're like, "That's my brother." <laughs> I'm like, okay. What about moms? What's mom say about it? Same thing. She's with it. Yeah. From I, day one. Yeah. Okay. They're, dude, they go to all my local shows. But mom was never like, look, you should probably find something more. They kind of like, I never told them. I did comedy for a year without telling them. Uh -huh. And then I told them, I'm like, hey, I've been doing this thing. And then uh, 
I asked them to come out to see me and they were like, you know, there's a, I was still learning. And mm-hmm. when they see me, they're like, oh, cool. I think like the third year of me developing. And I, I remember when I first got assigned to a manager mm-hmm. and I remember like when he came to, he was, my dad was sitting like uh, in the improv and he, and he came up to my dad and he put his hand on my shoulder or on his shoulder and he looked at my dad and my mom and my mom looked up at my manager and he goes, hey, your son's going to go far mm-hmm. in, in comedy. You know, your, your son has a gift. And then I just remember my dad looking at me like with teary eyes, like, holy shit. Like, all right, cool. Like, and I'm like, real. I'm making money now. Like yeah. I'm making, you know, I'm not a, a famous comedian. I'm not making millions of dollars, but I'm getting paid to do something I fucking love. Dude. So this is what you do. You don't have a nine to five. This no, is what you're this living. This is what I do. Strictly this off and, comedy. This comedy and acting. Oh, you I'm do acting, acting on the yeah, side? We're, we're, yeah, I'm working on, I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying to get into cartoons and stuff. Oh, you want to do so, voice acting? Yeah, I want to do voiceovers. Okay, you do voice characters and all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Can you give yeah. us anything? Like, if you look at my YouTube video, I have the, like, I do the, like, the drunk guy on uh-huh. cops and shit. Yeah. Like, a guy always getting pulled over. There's, like, random dudes getting pulled over on cops and shit. They, they hop out the car. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, you, you think I do go game, motherfucker? <laughs> and he, co- he hops out the car, like, you know, accusing him to, you know, that he does cocaine. Yeah, but right? I don't know a lot of cartoons are going to use a... What sounds to me like an elderly black guy that's super drunk. Yeah, but you figure, uh, like, you know, if you watch the joke, you figure out it's not even a black guy. <laughs> oh, it's like, not a black it's guy. It's a white guy, dude. It's a white dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, white dudes are on uh, cops are like wildly <laughs> either represented to the max or wildly misrepresented because it's a, like, they have like a coffee cup and like yeah. a tank top. Some always, a wife beater and they're always like cussing at the cop like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, you're, <laughs> you're fucking And they try dude. to convince him, I think I do go get him. Hmm, that's some shit. Hmm. Just slightly yeah. incoherent at the yeah. very end of their word. Like, what the fuck did he just say? Because I'm black, motherfucker. Sir, you're white. I know, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So, what about any kind of like physical, like real, like uh, in front of the camera acting? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm working on that right now. Um, that's the kind of thing that I, I'm trying to figure out right now if I want to be in a writing, acting. You know, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot. Cause it takes away from your comedy, you know. So I, I'm, I'm, I really love comedy, but a lot of times comedy doesn't do it all, you know. Like you, you can make more money being on TV as as an actor and doing all that stuff, voiceovers. There's so many things. Like I mean, look at Jeff Garcia, man. Yeah. He had, he, you know, he had his uh, Jimmy Neutron cartoon, dude. He made so much fucking money off of that, and he and and he doesn't like go so many places but he fucking sells out every improv show that he goes and like he, he does ontario improv i sell he always at these venues around here and he stays home close to you know his family and stuff you know yeah. like and he sells out every single show he makes his money doing comedy and he makes his money doing the cartoons you know he had he had that going with him mm-hmm. so stuff like that there's so many things you can do with comedy it opens so many doors and people you get approached in la but like, hey man you'd be perfect for this movie or you'd be perfect for this cartoon or you'd be perfect with this and you know, but. so we're trying to succeed in entertainment, but you really want to focus on the comedy, right? Right now, yeah, yeah. So, are you like a comedy purist? Would you say? What, what do you mean? By well, that? like, yeah, like yeah. for like a hip hop purist is like, mm. and I've been accused of being that, and I don't even know if that's what you would call me. I just kind of prefer like the basics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not all with that old like. When I hear a song and I hear that there's not, not like one real instrument or one real kind of sound, you know, sound, it's all sound effects and like manufactured in the studio. Yeah, yeah. You can tell, I don't know how much love goes into that. Do, do you sound. like the shit that's on radio I, I, right now? I, the only thing I listen to on radio, uh, is K Day if we're talking music. And that's just because they still play like the 
the 90s shit, right? Dude, I, I can't stand the music on the It gets me upset. It will ruin my day. So I turn are, are on you the radio, a hip, I'm Are like, you a hip-hop oh, fan? Yeah, I love it. Okay, oh, well, you love hip-hop. I love hip-hop. Okay, talk to me a little bit about that. I love, uh, dude, the, the, the artist, dude, if you go to my phone right now, the artist, I, I, I don't know what you guys think about him. I think Logic is pretty fucking dope. I mean, I, I don't know your your whole view on, mm-hmm. on hip-hop and shit like that, but yeah. I'm kind of like, I guess, I don't know. I need to get more. I mean, Hobson mm-hmm. is another dope rapper, I think. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Nas fan. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I've, I've got to hang out with Nas. I got to no meet him. Yeah, dude. Okay. Um, I performed in um, in Hollywood one night, and it was his bodyguard's uh, birthday, and they were celebrating it, and he was actually at the show. It was pretty cool. That's and Drake was, at, uh, Drake was recently at my... Uh, at one of the shows I was in Hollywood at the Comedy Store, mm-hmm. and he was in he was in the main room. We were yeah. doing another show upstairs, uh-huh. and uh, he was actually in the crowd. Dope. And he came up on stage. It's, it's like you get to meet these guys. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah. But, so okay, yeah. so you're you, you uh, so what it sounds like to me, you like um, the wordplay, like strong wordplay, mm-hmm. and the kind of imagery that they paint, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know what the other I don't know how they sit and write a song. Like to me, repeating hoes bitches tricks for yeah, fifteen see, times. I don't like, yeah. How does that even like artistically not, give you any kind of like satisfaction at all? Yeah, dude. At how all. do you go home and be like, yeah, I made that song, dog. Yeah, and, I made then, that song. and then I'll listen to songs and I'll be like, oh, this is what it sounds like when and no one around you gives a shit about you. They just like, yes, yes, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah, you're gonna make some other sounds good. Like, this is one they realistically don't give a fuck about you, bro. They just there to tag along. Because some of these songs are just like, obs- oh like, my God, you, they gotta know you're playing, you're making a fucking fool out of yourself to make the money that they're What's they that really- song, that Nene song? That's me say. <laughs> Oh, that's me, Nene. Yeah. That, that whole shit, dude. Oh, look, look at that. Look at that. You guys like that shit? <laughs> oh, my no, God. No, don't lie, babe. Don't lie. I that's what she, and the flick of the wrist. She likes the flick of the... Like. Oh, my God. <laughs> but oh. she's a girl. No, I know. I she know. wants to shake her ass. But it's different. But it, but it sucks because... Why do you like the flick of the wrist? The meme with the guy with the walk in the booth. Oh, she... Or that lifestyle song, lives not that, 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 that dude. I don't know what he's saying. Is there a comedy version of those dudes? Oh, of course, you could. I just, I, I just don't. They make me angry, bro. And I, I talk shit on them. Yeah. Um, I don't do anything about it because I don't want. Because if you talk about, you got to know about it. I don't really know too much deep into it. So if I were to talk about it, yeah. Someone would come up to me like, that's not right. Yeah. And then I can't back it up, you know. So I, I talk about shit in my own life on, on you know, on stage. Right. So. Well, I mean, you don't want to be that comedian that kind of like mad, bad mouths other comedians and stuff, right? Because like what it seems to me like being a comedian is very territorial. Like stick to your own shit and you'll be fine. Because when comedians do. If you're doing something, people are going to hate. If you're just a nobody, yeah. you're not going to have problems because no one gives a fuck. Right, but, but what I'm saying is like, there's, I really haven't seen a lot of comedians do material on other comedians. While like MCs, we might mention other MCs for blah, 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 and whatever reason. There's some that throw shit out there, like little things, but it's not something that people want to hear because you might be talking about a comedian that these people like. Mm. You know, you can, you can go up there and start talking shit about a comedian, and it's just gonna set someone off. Like, oh, I like this guy before he said I didn't like Carlos Mencia. You know, like, yeah. so it's gonna set people off in the crowd. Okay, so, so unless you get to the point where you're drawing in the, the entire group, the entire room, yeah, you're at unless, risk of unless that comedian came on stage, disrespected the crowd, and then the comedian after that was like, all right, yeah, fuck this how, guy, how and then went on about him a lot. Really? Yeah, a lot. Like a comedian would disrespect the crowd. Disrespect the crowd. How look, at, so? look at Kramer. 
Oh yeah. Look at Kramer, yeah, that bro. That was funny. That was funny. Isn't that crazy? I, th- I still think it was funny. That was pretty bad. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> dude, that got really I was laughing the whole time. I was like, yes, he's, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. No, I didn't say oh, it. Oh god. Dude. <laughs> Shut up! Fifty years ago, you had your own tied down with a fucking fork up your ass. <laughs> moments like that too because it's happened to to a number no is it's just like a mental like he couldn't handle the pressure of being teased or that's the thing is that's the thing people don't understand people think that comedians are always happy yeah but they don't understand that they got fucking wives they got kids they got a whole they lost their house and then they still got to go on stage and be happy you know what i'm saying so there could be one little thing in the back of your head like don't fuck with me let me just do my job. You know, like just going, like say you worked at a Starbucks and you're having a bad day and you're just fucking doing your shit and then someone comes in and like, I want my coffee now. And you're like, fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you. And you know, like, and just go off on everybody. It's it's one of those things. It's like, um, it's always, it always seems like the happiest comedians or like, or the people that are like pretend to be this, this, this abruptly funny person, always the ones with the deepest wounds. And like I think they because they use comedy to mask whatever they got oh, yeah. they got We're going actors, through. Bro. You're Robin Williams of yeah. the world where like I don't know if anyone outside of like his family and friends really suspected anything like at all. Cause that that oh, the one to God. me was super sudden, like, holy he killed himself, dude. Like dude, I did the laugh factory that night. Yeah. He killed himself, dude. Uh-huh. We did a thing on Fox uh for the Fox News and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It, and it, you could not tell a joke nobody was like it affected so many people and it was just so shocking that you couldn't even make people laugh because right. people comedians were sad people were crying in the back dude like i was at the hollywood laugh factory that night yeah. we had the t- uh, the tv crews in there and, and you and not only were we on tv we had to make people laugh it was just an awkward you were doing interviews there was just like people shoving cameras in our face asking yeah. us what we thought about it and you know so but you never, you never know, dude. Like people think that we're always supposed to crack. Hey, make me laugh, motherfucker! Like we got a button and shit. Like, oh yeah, here's a joke. Mm-hmm. Like people think that we're always happy, but I mean, we got problems, and that a lot of times our problems we put on stage to make funny to kind of release. It's kind of like therapy, dude. Yeah, they they say that for like an actor, it's a hundred times easier to do drama, to do uh, action, than to like do comedy, because like doing comedy. Like being happy, like acting sad, acting mad, acting that's those are like easy ones. Mm-hmm. But doing like comedy is really like either you have it or you don't kind of thing. Cause you could write a joke that um logically, like if on paper it makes sense that this would be funny. But if you don't deliver it correctly oh. or or a second late or oh, a dude. second too early, that joke that that uh, Chris Rock can do, you can't ever uh-huh. do. You know, so it's that much harder to kind of sewn into a, a perfection of the craft, right? Yeah. So who would be like those that have reached that level in your opinion? Richard, like who would be like the Tupac, Nas, Rockins of your Pryor, world? Richard Pryor, bro. Okay. Richard Pryor by far, dude. He took his problems, his, his like, like 
like hurtful shit and put it into a funny form. Mm-hmm. Everything that bothered him in life. Like mm-hmm. Richard Pryor was amazing. Yeah. Someone like that. I mean, Martin Lawrence, Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy. Um, There's a lot of acting. I mean, look at look at look, look, look at Martin Lawrence. He he did the whole run till that. Have you have you ever seen that? That he you know he got arrested. He got a uh, he got arrested. Oh, for, yeah. You know for having the he gun. Like split. Kind of. He told he went on stage and he made a movie about it and told everybody how it really was because yeah. it's different when they see it on TV. Everyone's like, oh fuck, he was on drugs and they don't know what he. What was did going he say? It was. He was on drugs. <laughs> okay, so, well, you called call, call that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, there's so many things that goes that goes down, and and you got to explain yourself. I mean, like, uh, you know, there's certain shit. There, I got okay. I was sticking up for a friend in San Diego. Like we were doing shows out there years ago, and uh, I was sticking up for a buddy of mine, and we uh, a fight broke out, and because I'm the biggest guy, the cops were behind me. Mm-hmm. They tased me. Mm. that shit went around so fast in the comedy world that everyone yeah. thought it was funny. So what I did is yeah. I went on stage and I made it funny yeah. and I made fun of myself because if you're going to make fun of me, you can't do that when I'm making fun of my own. Like it doesn't you know, make sense. I was like, mm. so I, I heard people talking about it, but they don't know the story. Right. They don't know I was sticking up. They thought I was being an idiot. I was sticking up for somebody that couldn't fight uh-huh. and I ended up fighting like four guys. But you know, so the fact that I got tased, they thought it was funny, but then I just went on stage and told the story and told how it was. You kind of beat them to the punch. Yeah. Okay. So something like that. I mean, but you don't always have to do it. It's just a certain style. Yeah. Okay. So has the style developed or, I mean, has the style changed or is it just In developed? My style? Yeah. Has it just developed from yes. where it was? Yes. I'm changing a lot of my material because I'm changing life. I just had a kid. So yeah. like, you know my whole life is changing from partying and meeting girls and all that stuff to kind of maturing like overnight. So I'm writing like stuff like, like I, it happened overnight. Like I woke up like, Oh shit, I'm mature. Am I mature now? Like mm-hmm. I don't go out and party and look for girls anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, I got a, you know, I got a little, little boy now. So it's like, things are different. Like everything that, that I, I mean, I was in a, uh, in a scenario like a week ago where normally I'd be in the conflict trying to stop a fight mm-hmm. when the first thing that went into my head, I was like, oh, shit, I got to go home to my son tonight. You know, like, mm. I'm not going to drink. I had one drink. I was in like, you know, they were fighting in a limo, dude. It went from a fight from in a, inside of a limo to outside of a limo. Bottles getting cracked and I walked away from it. Other than if before I, you know, I'd be stupid and be like pushing people and trying to get in there. Like, get the yeah. fuck out my friend. And I was like, no, I got, I got to <laughs> shit. I got to go home yeah. to my son, dude. You know, like, I don't want to get arrested. Your priorities are changing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm writing about now. Okay. So, and, you know all the shit that I went through. Cause I mean, fuck. I mean, I dude, literally like you were saying, like, um, I, I didn't sleep for like a week. I slept at the hospital cause we were in the hospital for two weeks. I had to, I had to basically live there and I had to sleep on this little chair. So I didn't have any rest. So the nights I was going on stage, I had no energy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't sleep cause the nurse is coming in every hour to check on your girl, you know? So I'd go on stage and even people in the crowd are like coming up to me. Are you okay? Like, are you, are you okay? And I didn't really announce it that I'm having a baby and all that stuff. So I didn't make it a big deal, but everybody can see my energy, my, my delivery, everything was just different, you know, and people thought there was something wrong with me, but really I just wasn't rested. Yeah. And, you know, and even people were coming up to me that knew my sister. They're like, Oh my God, we heard you're so funny. And like, that kind of was embarrassing because that night I really bombed on stage because I just, didn't have it in me dude and i even told the crowd i was like you know i gotta go 
I'm, I'm not feeling it tonight. And I Mm -hmm. walked off stage, but they don't know behind the scenes, you know, they don't know that you just had a baby that, you know, that you didn't sleep 12 to 16 hours, you Uh know, shit like that. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, Uh, I saw that. (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good though. See that, 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 that <laughs> that's that new dad kicking in, like. Uh, it, but you're still kind of like, wait, wait, don't go yeah, too far. Dude, I, I used don't to, go too far. Though. That's another thing, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I, I was a partier, bro. Like, if anyone knows me, like, I take it to the next level, dude. Yeah. You know, party yeah. hard. Yeah. And it's crazy because people. I don't know if it's a good thing. Everyone's like, you've changed so much, and I don't know if they're saying that as a good thing, but yeah, I don't know. No, it, dude. Like, and like, um. My medical card. I haven't gone to get weed lately. Oh, okay. like, it's been like a month, dog. Like, in a, Are we, <laughs> I was smoking every day to like, I want to be able to. You Do know, you function. smoke on stage? Like not on stage, no. but like, no, you're clear headed when you go on stage. Yeah, yeah. It's Sometimes I have like a drink, maybe two, but okay. I won't. I won't go anything past like two. Mm. I don't like to be fucked up. Okay. All right. So like, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think like, uh, like in comedy, what makes you what do you think it is that leads you from being uh i don't want to say amateur that's not what the word what makes me stand out this to being your kevin hart's like or or your louis ck's like what is it that reaches obviously it's your material and all that stuff but it, what is it just like that you have the quality or you don't have the quality what makes me not that person? No, what or, makes someone be able to reach that level? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's management on that, but I'm you, saying like on, in, in, in the comedy sense. It's just, if you look at, Kevin Hart is a, a really good example. If you look at Kevin Hart, who seems Kevin to Hart is breaking years, records. Killing it, dude. Killing the game, bro. Killing no it. one has done what he's, what he's doing. Right. And the reason why is he's so positive. Mm. He's uh he's a likable guy. You meet him, you automatically like him. He's a likable guy. He does everything. He's 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 physical comedy. He's funny. He's he's active. He's he's um he's fit. You know he's family oriented. Um he's he's got it all, dude. And and people look at that and they like it. And if yeah. they're drawn, it's a good energy mm. around him. Other than you know, and, and also there's comedians you know that have a hard life that do drugs that party mm. but still have that same respect it's just a different type of crowd that is drawn to him you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying you know look at Artie lang Artie lang is a you know a good example of that he's he's a fucking amazing guy he's smart intelligent you know comedian and, and he parties he drinks he has a book about how he went through life i read his book like three or four times he's a great comedian and very smart guy and how he went through life losing his dad and doing all the drugs, the prostitution. And it's like, it's interesting people. It's, it's intriguing. You know, you want to, you want to see that. And then you can also see Kevin Hart's life where he has his family, you know, vegetarian. Yeah, dude. And it's a total different lifestyle. So he's going to draw in kids. He's going to draw in all this stuff where Artie Lang's still doing his thing. He's still making tons of money. You know, he's on, you know, Howard Stern. He was on Howard Stern the whole, when Howard Stern was here. Um, but it's just two different types of it's two it's it's different types of people that and people are drawn to a certain and then you get the assholes like Kramer that loses his temper and nobody likes mm-hmm. and no, you, and I don't know I, I don't know him personally but you get all these you know and so I think what you can get out of it is that comedy there is one set of comedy for one type of person for like. A group of people will, will, but comedy, everyone likes comedy. Everyone likes laughing. Yeah, but everyone has right? a different sense of humor. Everyone has a different, so then there's those, uh, those, 
I think though there's those comedians that kind of understand that. Yeah. You know, and it's not like everyone should think I'm funny. Yeah, everyone yeah. should think like here with MCs, we get it like, dude, everyone should think I'm dope, bro. Everyone because I'm dope. I'm okay. You might be dope, but you know what? You're not dope to that second person. Yeah. But that one really likes your shit. But so we have to really kind of get in our heads and understand. And I say this in case because I want people to fucking listen to me. Not everyone's gonna like your shit, dude. Not everyone. Yeah. That doesn't mean that. The, the three doesn't people, mean you're not good. Doesn't mean you're not good. Just, so don't concentrate on this one fact that oh, concept said my shit was whack. Concept said there's like, dude, don't fucking worry about me, dog. Because I'm you. not worried about you. Trust me, right? I'm yeah. busy. You should be busy too, doing whatever it is the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Especially if you're involved in the same kind of business that we're involved in. Yeah. You should kind of be like, all right, well, let's move on. And because there's 20 other people that do like me, right? So with comedy, it's very specific, but it's also very general because everyone likes it. Every, not everyone likes rap, but everyone likes to laugh. Dude. Yeah, but they don't understand where you're coming from a lot of times. Right. Cause I don't think so it's a maturity you, thing and a pro, like a level of professionalism that they haven't reached yeah. yet. They just don't get it. It's just, you get, you get those crowds. And, and as a comedian, as a professional comedian, you have to, you understand and, and you look at the crowd and you're not like, why the fuck aren't they laughing? You don't go out on stage. Like sometimes you're down and you're like, oh, I had a bad set, but it won't yeah. ruin your night because right. you know you're going to go on stage the next night. And you're gonna do a good job. And right. maybe, maybe if you don't have another good set the next day, you're just gonna you're gonna have another fucking show. Maybe you don't impress these hundred, two hundred, three hundred people. You know, it's you're gonna have another show the next day. It's not gonna kill your career. Before we get into the segments, uh, I wanted to ask about hecklers. Have you dealt with them? Oh, have you yes. been heckled? Yes. How do we personally ap- approach a heckler? Are we do we have material prepared, or is it just kind of like? Uh, recently I've been having, like when I first started, I never had hecklers mm. ever because I don't know, maybe I, I never, I don't have material that pisses people off. But then there's, there's a, when I started doing like talking about women and shit, like that's when I noticed people started getting pissed off. Like, cause my openers for a while was like, I would come on stage and get everyone wild up. Like, what up? How's everybody doing? Where's my ladies at? And all the girls would be like, ah, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> And then right off the bat, all the dudes would be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all the girls would be like, fuck this guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. But it's just shit like that. <laughs> I'm going to start a show like that. Hey, yo, 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 what's up with my feet? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Fellas, what's up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I go into my material about girls, like women like, are fucking mean these days, yeah, you know? Dude. So it's like, it's just, I, you, you always get that drunk girl that fucking ruins it yeah you know so she's just sitting there yelling at you or something mm. and then you just go and then it gets to a point where they're so drunk that it doesn't even it's not even worth talking to them you just yeah. have them leave but mm. um i think the most one i think one time that i actually really got upset is because is when i was filming my it was like four or five months ago i was filming my dvd at the ontario improv yeah and we're filming we have the camera crews there and everything and uh there's this guy sitting like third row and he's yelling at me, like, eh, after every fucking joke, dude. What's he yelling? He's yelling. I, I can't really hear him. Okay. I can't understand it. He just has something to say after yeah. every joke. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I, I, I wish I can hear you. And I go, like, I put my hand up, like, to block the light. And I'm like, I wish I could see your face so I could punch it. <laughs> and then everyone just goes wild. And then that's when I started drilling into him, dude. Yeah. And, then, and it just, once I started, like, fucking with him... He shut, he shut up. Yeah. And then I had them turn on the lights. I was like, I just want to let you know. Take a look around. We have the camera crews here. You're fucking up my DVD. And then mm-hmm. everyone was like, kind of like, like having my back about it. So, so what do you, what do you think their goal is? If I don't, I'm sure they're all for different reasons, but like, is it like a, Hey, I'm, you're not as funny as me or is they, it like a, they want to be part of the show. 
okay. They think they're they or or they they could be on a date and they're trying to look cool. Do you think they think they're helping? Yeah, they think they're helping. They think they're helping. They think they're helping. Okay. They're not. And like sometimes they're so drunk they just don't understand. Uh-huh. They sometimes they're so drunk they just don't understand it. Okay. And and So you think that the alcohol is, is like a major part of it? Like that person yeah. would never sober would be like yeah, like one show I told, like there's this guy yelling in the back, some pretty racist shit. And I was like, all right, to you. I, yeah, to me. And I'm like, I'm like, so you're telling jokes in the back. I'm like, would you like to come up here? You think you're funnier than me? He's like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, I'm funnier than me. Like, all right, cool, come up here. And he, and uh, another guy ran up on stage and he grabs his mic. He goes, fuck that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and I didn't know the guy that was grabbing the mic. I would like, everyone started cheering him on. And so like, I had him stand on stage and then me and him started making fun of the guy in the back. Right. So I'm like, I didn't know this guy was drunk. Right. That was on stage with me. So I'm like, Hey, go punch him in the face. And then, so he does. So it. he goes and runs off the stage <laughs> and swings at him and they like throw him over the bar. It's, it's insane, dude. I'm like, and everyone's looking at me. Are you happy? Because I'm like, I didn't mean to, I didn't know he's drunk. I was just right. fucking around. Right. So it's just random shit like that that happens. Dude, dude like, I saw one time. Because I like documentaries, so I like to watch them. And there was one on heckling. Yeah. I, don't know, it's, I think it's called Heckler. Heckler, yeah. And, uh, with, with Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy put it together. And the story of that dude that smashed that dude with the guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, boom! Like, right? And then he automatically, like, realizes what he did. Yeah, I and, I, and I'm just thinking, like, dude, they're really heckling. Or that dude that was fucking with Jamie Kennedy, like really disrespectful stuff yeah like fuck you and your mom and like all this other shit and jimmy kennedy's like what do i do at this point right like, you can only prepare so much for a heckler and after I mean, a while the club should come in and remove him right yeah yeah okay um sometimes they don't if it gets out of hand they do yeah but you can automatically hey get this guy out of here you'll say it on the microphone like yeah. get this guy i've had that happen yeah. before i've like, seen get tosh do it them out of here yeah now chris d'elia just had Chris D'Elia did it at the Irvine Improv, dude. Yeah. It was crazy. And he started getting attacked on Twitter. Like, it was, you know, like, they, uh, it was a group of, like, 70 people at the Irvine Improv. One group fucking heckling him. Like, giving him a hard time. You know, he had that whole group get up and leave. Well, so, do you think the group went there to do that specifically to him? No, no, no. They just, it just. No, it's just, it's Irvine. <laughs> okay. It's Irvine, dude. Like, All you right. get that. Yeah. but. I, I don't I don't know the I don't know the scenario. I just know he was pretty upset. Well, right now we're gonna get into and you're the first comedian ever to go through our segments. So oh, these nice. I decide them so they're not specific to like a certain genre. Mm-hmm. So you, you know you'll be able to film me. Okay, so I'm just gonna switch up a little bit of the wordage, verbiage. So I need your top five comedic influences of all time. Richard Pryor, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, um, George Carlin. And Mitch Hedberg. Mm. I love Mitch. Yeah. I love his donut story. You know what which, I'm talking about? Which one is it? He goes yeah. and he buys a donut. I bought a donut and they gave me a receipt for the donut. I don't need a receipt for a donut. I'll just give you the money. You give me the donut. And the transaction. We don't need to bring ink and paper into this. I, I just cannot imagine a scenario where I'd have to prove that I bought a donut. Some skeptical friend, don't even act like I didn't get that donut. I got the documentation right here. (laughs) 
Oh wait, it's back home in the five. Under D. For donut. But we all know what D is. Like he would just do oh, yeah. he would just do comedy like that. Just, he, he he's he's a one-liner guy. Dude. He like, but it was his so style. He's a smart fucking. And guy. I said it, and it wasn't funny. He said it, and it fucking killed. Like the crowd was like, Mitch, which is that dude? You know what I mean? He was just he was just that cool of a yeah. of a cat. I love him, and I want to say his name is Steve. I can't remember his last name. Bald headed. He was in uh, Half Baked. He was the dude. That wasn't the catch. It, oh, uh, hey, the dude, right? It was called the dude, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, and he would yeah. like really low. Yeah, yeah. Talk like See, these. different styles, man. They're different styles, yeah. different sense of humor. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so those are good top five. I like those. But I yeah. need to know your bottom five, because your bottom five tell me way more about you than your top five. Dude. Fuck, your I never even thought of that. Bottom five in comedy. Who I don't like? Yeah, just like that. The, you know that they you. Just personally, don't like. I never even thought about that. No, it's you can't say you don't like somebody though, because mm. you can't not like them because you don't know them as a person. You know what I'm saying? So why would you? Why as would an you, act, even as an act, that's just your. Different I don't know sense riff of humor. Raff. I don't that's like. A different I, sense I could of humor. say I don't like riff raff. I don't know him. That's a, I don't know Tyler the Creator. I can say I don't like him. It's not that I don't like him. I just don't think they're. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, Who don't you get? Let me ask you that. Who don't you get? Like, I don't understand how he pulls this off. Like, how does this happen? Not my style, maybe. Yeah, okay. So, you you know, you all, I wouldn't laugh at that. I don't know. Shit. That's hard. Let's come back to that shit because I never even think about that. I never. Uh-huh. Because even if if it's someone that doesn't make me laugh, I just don't pay attention to it. Mm. So it's not someone I'm like, I'll go out of my way like, fuck that guy. I don't like that guy. Let me ask you this. Who would we be surprised that you do find funny? Like, who would we be like, dude, really? You're like, yeah, dude, fuck. I, like, that's my guilty pleasure, bro. Like, I like that dude. Uh, that's hard, too. Like, Carrot Top. Or something like carrot, yes, carrot top, <laughs> dude. He's funny, bro. Have you seen his show? Uh, I think he's funny. Some of the some of the shit he pulls out, dude, is fucking comedy. He's funny, dude. That's a and funny he, thing. He's, he's hated, bro. But he's looked like underneath because he's a prop comic, right? I'm not necessarily. That. I don't know what the fuck people hate about him because I, I mean, I've been around him. I've I've seen his show. He's yoked he's, as fuck. He's first funny. of all, no, he's lo- he lost it a lot. Dude. Oh no, yeah, dude! Last he's, time I seen him, he's getting flabby, he was bro. Fucking like. He was ri- I'm like, holy fuck. Maybe because it was winter time when I seen him. But he's probably <laughs> yoked right now, but Carrot Top is killing it. He's okay. So like, okay, like that, like someone like I can't answer for you. Yeah, yeah. Carrot Top. Um, I don't know. Maybe the, who else? I mean, Dimitri Martin. I th- I think is and he's he's funny though. Like that's who I mean. He's kind of like a dorky funny. He's dork funny. I, yeah, my ex girlfriend like introduced me to he's him. He's like the first hipster ever, and people don't give him that credit. I think he's he's kind of like a weird funny. Yeah, I guess. Um, How do we look? Let me tell you. I'm gonna ask you something because like I've heard a lot of people say it, and I'm always, I think he's entertaining, not necessarily funny. Would be somebody like um, I just saw his con- uh, uh, season. Sorry, he's funny. He's Is he funny? funny? He's funny, dude. He's, he's funny. a funny dude. Yes, he is funny. Okay. He's funny. All right. 
He's he's yeah. He's, like I'll he's go like th- he's a good writer, bro. He, he's he's a good. Um, I think he's, situ- he's so random. He's situationally funny. Like you'll find the situ the funny in any situation, but like to me, it's like dude, I can go like through like a whole unseason sorry set and not really laugh. But the thing about it is, like, I look at comedy in a total different view, a total different oh, way yeah, dude, than I'm, you do. I, I'm just the, consider me, I'm just the audience. So like the audience laughs because it says laugh, laugh. There's a sign, yeah. you know what I'm saying, in a sitcom. But, but to it, me, uh-huh. I know the the, the I know the writing, the, the structure, the timing. I know all that shit behind it that yeah. you don't know. Yeah. So I look at it and I'm like, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. And then some crowds are just like, eh. Yeah. When you get someone up there just jumping around, throwing balls up in the air yeah. or punching their nuts, you know, and yeah. people think that's funny. Yeah. When you get a great writer up there and you're like, fuck, that's funny, but they're just not laughing. What about like a Dean Cook? You with it? Dane Cook's, yeah. You're with it, okay. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I, I think he's a pretty good That's writer. I like his... That gets a lot of shit for... He does. Just because he, like they say that he overplays his movements, and that's where the comedy comes from, really, you know? Where, like, his yeah. dramatic... Yeah, his, the, the dramatics is not... But the actual jokes aren't. It's all different. I mean... Okay. Sometimes I look at comedy, and I look at people's jokes, and I'm like, damn, that's so simple. Yeah. But they get, but I mean, they already established their fucking names. So he makes it's like it work. They can say he whatever they want. Okay. I guess. Let, let's move on to the next segment then. I need a minute of venting from Ricky Rick. Just like v- everyday venting stuff. Just shit that I don't like? Venting. Like, I don't know, like to, to fucking car run out of gas today or hey, when fucking waitresses don't take your, like that kind of, just venting. I need you to vent. I'm tired of people standing so fucking close to me in line, dude. Mm. I hate that shit, yeah. dude. Line, line where? Like where specifically? Dude, Disneyland. You go to Disneyland, bro? Fuck, dude. The BO. It's the I, BO, right? Not necessarily that, bro. It's like, I don't know. It's just, and, and that and little Asian dudes getting fucking butt naked <laughs> in the locker rooms at the gym, bro. <laughs> dude, like they want to show off their little peepees, dude. Come yeah. on, stop it. And it's old. <laughs> seriously. Like and it's, it's And they're wildly comfortable with their body. Like they it's almost like they don't know they're naked. Like and then they'll put their leg up on a bench. No, all you that know, kind of shit. You know, no, what I mean? they're butt naked with a fucking towel over their shoulder. Dude. <laughs> it's like, do cover up, asshole. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Okay, so that you don't like people standing too close to you. Yeah, I don't. I need my space. Bro. I hate when I go to the bathroom, right? And I'm using the urinal, and there's like four or five of them. Dude, like literally right next to me. And I, I know it sounds like a fucking sitcom, but it happens. We're like, you're peeing? And there's like two or three. Or dude, use the stall. Like if there's one guy peeing and there's three of them, he's oh. in the middle, I'll <laughs> use the stall. I don't oh. want that uncomfortable feeling of just pulling my cock out in front of another dude, even if he's not oh, looking. Oh, I'll lean towards him, bro. Oh, you're with him? i lean towards him. <laughs> you put your hand around him? Or I'll be sh- like, damn, this water's cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. This is another thing. I actually posted a video and people got upset about it. Fucking stickers on cars, dude. Ooh. Like too many stickers on cars or dumb stickers. I seen a Papa's and Beer sticker on a, on a I car. Saw, I've seen that too. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Sounds and delicious. Papa's, no Papa's and Beer. Papa's and Beer is a bar, right? Yeah, it's in it's in Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah. Here right. in Southern California, you saw that. You saw it in Orange County. Yeah, like, like a fuck? guy went to Mexico, got a sticker, <laughs> went all the way home, was like, hey, you, guys, I've been to Papa's and Beer. I hope you guys know. How, how do you feel about the inspirational ones? Or the... Uh, why? 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 Why do you have to do it? How about the RIP? 
And then the super depressing one, oh, RIP Michael Johnson from 1984 to 1986. And you're like, I don't know. Oh, I, I, just, I was a baby. I feel terrible now. You ruined my fucking day. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to talk shit on that because you're like, you can't hate on it. Because yes, you can. I don't want to like, see that wow. shit. I'd look away, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the the dad, the mom, the dad, da, da, and the baby. Da, da, you know I want to get one of those. It's like the dad, the mom, the kids, and then like a side chick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, side chick. I like that. So, um, okay. All right. Just society in general pisses me off, too. Yeah. I don't know how you feel, man. I'd rather like, I wish. Have you ever seen, it's not how much of a dick I am. I've seen, I saw an episode of The Twilight Zone. I love Twilight. Where the guy dude, goes, I've watched them all, bro. Dude, the guy goes, I wish I would just be left alone. I could read my books. You remember that? Yeah, the book guy, the guy. And read everyone his- dies. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, oh, finally. And then his glasses break. Yeah, dude. And then he gets. So dude, the writer behind that fucking show is amazing. Yeah. I trip out. Dude. So he can't read anymore. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, okay, well, you can. Find some other glasses, but <laughs> but at the end it just zooms out. And he's like, no, like that's the, that's how I feel. I wish everyone would just like leave and I can watch fucking Netflix all day. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. fucking Xbox it all day. I'm, I'm surprised you like. Uh, not too many people people trip out when they figure out like when they find out I like Twilight Zone, dude. Dude, I'm a huge. Remember Outer Limits? No, I never watched. Dude, oh yes, yes, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Outer, you've reached the Outer Limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, show was dope. Beyond Belief, Beyond Belief, that was dope too. Oh, wasn't the, was Beyond Belief with the one where they they, they they would display stories and then at the end you would yeah, guess yeah, whether it, it happened or not? True or false? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that shit was dope. You be like, that's true? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You go look, Google it. You're nineties like, kids, bro. Yeah, like yeah. You, you grew, I grew up that and like Married with Children and yeah, fucking dude. like those real comedy. Those are cool shows, dude. I, yeah. I mean, it's shit that's coming out like it's just, I don't know. It's just. Shit, stupid. Every once in a while, though, you get a gem. You get like an Arrested Development, yeah, or something like that, where it's like comedy, like amazingly well put together. Have you seen the new Twilight Zones? No, I think like there's I, new ones. There's newer versions of them. I think like in the later nineties. Are they good? No, <laughs> I can't imagine them to be good. Oh, I you mean, mean you, the ones that were not black and white, the color yeah, ones? Well, yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple. Of them. I don't really they're like those. Right. I mean, they're, I, I, I like the outer limits for the like the new age or the X Files. I like the black and white ones, dude. Do the classics? Yeah, dude. Those Remember are, the fog that was around the, the town? They're corny. The, the shit's corny though, but the, the writing behind it and the actual like uh, storyline is awesome, dude. This is pretty creepy. I'm yeah. with it. Okay. Every single guy in here can come home from having a couple drinks. Right? We come stumbling and all fucked up. <laughs> and we want to take a shower and go to bed. And there could be nobody in your house. And you'd be in your shower washing your body. And as soon as you drop that soap, you start looking around and shit. <laughs> Why do we all do that? Even if you've never been locked up, you're still like, oh. You look at that soap, you're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? You even open the curtain and shit. Like, Hello? There's nobody in your house. You're still paranoid. <laughs> Hello? Like someone's going to be downstairs like, motherfucker, I know you didn't talk that shit. <laughs> and how, how does every guy, how do we all pick up the soap? We pick it up, we all pick it up the same way. We do this shit. <laughs> we even lean back a little bit. Maybe, maybe, maybe you, maybe you and Billy be like this. 
You two on the weekends, right? Billy, I'm picking up the soap. Is there anyone in here, Billy? I just did it, oops. I did it again. Us real men, we will never pick up the soap that way. Hell no, thank you, Cholo. Wouldn't it be funny the one time you actually do bend over and pick up the soap that way, someone opens the curtain like, bam! And then right above, it's like, pff, pff, Budweiser. That's my time. Thank you very much. My name's Ricky Rick. Last and final segment. I know you got to go. You got a show to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're going to play. You're, look, you're pretty in shape. Is that something you take care of? You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you physically. Gym, gym, gym. Why? Um... I made a promise to myself, dude, to just stay stay healthy, dude. Stay fit. I mean, it makes me feel better going to the gym every day. It's, yeah. it's something that's my routine every single day. I take a couple of days off, but um, I'm really like in a healthy eating, and it kind of so annoys. Am I. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, no, I got Whoa. you. I got you. Why is that funny? I know. I'm just saying. It's fucked up. All right. What? Like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. How dare you? I know. <laughs> No. Uh, dude, I try, bro. I swear to God, I try. But you know what it it's is? Ho- everywhere, dude. It's, dude, it's fucked like up right eating. now. I okay. I'm. I had one talk in. I'm kind of drunk because I haven't ate all day. Same and here. I, I got off work. I showered. I cleaned. I rushed here to get here. Dude, I haven't ate since like ten o'clock this morning. So I'm talking. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm just really fucking. I'm so. Hor- I don't think it's what I eat. I'm so horrible at eating that my body just like says no, 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 no. Well, people don't understand what they're taking in their body. Right. People think that McDonald's tells you it's healthy. It's not It's not healthy, bro. People don't know about sugars. People don't know about that shit that turns into fat. That, is this bad? You know, this is bad, yeah. This right here? Fuck yeah, dude. It's delicious. It is. It, it's, it tastes good, but here, let me take a drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to play something I like to call before you fat shame me again. <laughs> someone like to call 12 rounds yeah. so the way it works I'm going to ask you 12 questions yeah. each more difficult than the last mm-hmm. if you answer all 12 questions honestly you're the champion you walk away with the belt mm-hmm. if you cannot answer the question or you will not answer the question you will be knocked out I'm the champion and I get that watch I don't know about that watch I get that hat that's a dope watch how about you getting um <laughs> You get my business card. I get 375. That's you in your get pocket. My business card, right? That's not even yours. <laughs> I get that watch. Are you willing to play 12 rounds, Ricky Rick, or not? I'm ready to play. Okay. Round number one. What is your favorite part about your craft? Uh probably my my physical, my physical portion of comedy. Mm. Actual, yeah. Round number two. What is your least favorite part about your craft? Um, probably that I care too much mm. about what people think about my writing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that that kind of stumbles me, where yeah. I kind of second guess it. Like I'll write something and and I think it's funny, and then I'm like, nah, that won't be. And then I'll just throw it away. And then I'll hear someone talk about it. I'm like, fuck, I should have did that. So a lot mm-hmm. of times I I think I care too much what people think. Mm-hmm. So round number three, if you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Probably, if I could do a show with anybody and you can... Collaborate, whatever that means to you. Be a legend. Richard Pryor, man. Mm. Richard Pryor, okay. by far. Right. I mean, I the guy's amazing, dude. Nobody's done what he's done. Yeah. 
Round number four. What are you most proud of? How much hard work I put in this shit. Round number. And, f- go ahead. Go ahead. And no one. I don't think anyone. It's hard to see. You can't put it in a ball or put it in a, like a bag or anything. You can't show people how much hard work it is, dude. It's as an artist. I give it up for every artist out there, bro. This yeah. shit is fucking hard. And I wanna, I wanna encourage someone to put out like a, a a reality show showing these artists that work their asses off from a nine to five and then go and do shows at night and then wake up in the morning and go to work and and you know like and show show that on show the struggle behind it, dude. The mm. writing and then dealing with your family, dealing yeah. with your problems. People don't see all that. They just think you're going on stage. And doing all that, they don't know anything behind it. What you're doing, people hating on you, people mm-hmm. talking shit. You know, I I went home in tears, dude. Someone, you know, like when I first started, someone said I I was I sucked. I don't belong doing comedy, and it and, and it was funny because that uh that that person seen me a couple years later and was just fucking blown away on, on how much I developed. And that guy, fucking, and I don't want to say any names, but that one guy. Like made me work hard. Another comedian? Yeah, it was another comedian. Okay. One night, and it was just like I, I, I lost it, bro. I drank myself, and my girlfriend took me home from the show. I drank so much that night, and I just, I, I bawled my eyes out. I was like, Is it because it was someone this... that you had looked up to, or someone? That it was you... something that someone that I respected. I've done it a couple times. Dude. Someone that you respected at least, telling yeah. you a couple times. I've done it. Okay. Where it was like, damn, and I call my mom. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore because and she's like, wow, you're great at what you're doing. You're great. And there's people going to hate you. There's people going to like you. But it just felt like no matter how hard and how nice of a person I, I did everything to make people to, to be nice to people and and to not hate on people and always be generous. And it just that doesn't fucking help. Mm. You know, I learned all that shit goes out the door and now I'm a, a stronger person because I don't let people walk all over me no more. When someone, if someone doesn't like me, fuck you, dude. I'm going, I'm going to do what I, what I want to do. Yeah, and, be, and that was my weakness. You build my, your confidence yeah. to you know that you are good. Yeah. Because you, you don't, good. because that person doesn't like me doesn't mean that person doesn't like you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. So, yeah, I know that. Round number five, what are you least proud of? Least proud of my partying I look back and all the partying that I did and all the all the the fucked up scenario. I I should have worked harder at the times that I, you know, I partied, you know, during like. And my dad told me he's like, "You're not gonna progress more in comedy until you take it serious." Because I, I I was so happy the first you know like three four years of comedy, mm-hmm. just being an artist, going different places and and, and you know meeting girl and like you know it's it's just. It all came fast, and I was like, I love this. You know, yeah. as an artist, you every artist likes attention. So, I, I look back, and I just wish I would have took a little, like a lot. Now that I'm older, I look back, and I wish I would have took things more serious mm. and not partied so much. Mm-hmm. But round number seven, <clears throat> who would you take a bullet for? That I work with or anybody? Who would you take a bullet for? My dad. Take a bullet for your dad. My dad. Round number eight, who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying Ricky Rick shoots someone. That's what I'm saying. I'm I saying move out the way. There's, yeah. Who would you? I would let it hit me. You let it, you would let it hit you. Yeah. That's the first time anyone's ever said that. Yeah. You will let that bullet hit you. Yeah. Why? Because no matter what people do on this earth, I don't feel like anyone, you know, should fucking death is different. Mm. You know. I mean, you can. I don't know. Just. I can't have that on my my hands, you know. Mm, you can't you can't let that be a decision that you make. Yeah. Okay. I I don't want part of it. I mean, yeah, I respect it. You know. But you're not gonna like 
Kevin Costner your ass over them. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You got so many angles about that, but yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Boom. All right. I'm, 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 <laughs> Round number nine. <clears throat> Who would you never work with for round number nine? Like ever work with? Big Sean. <laughs> fucking hate you would never do a slash comedy slash rap album with Big Sean? No. Why not? He's annoying and two chains. Mm. Not, not to be a dick, but I mean. God, dude. I don't know. How do you? I don't know. You would never work with two chains? No. He goes, hey, Rick, check this out. No, it wouldn't work for comedy. It works for hip hop, but it doesn't work for comedy. I go like, "Hey, I got this Richard Pryor shit that you uh, can me can really get." No, you're not with it. Richard uh, Pryor is back from the dead, and he wants me and you on his next special. Ricky, let's do this. Have you listened to their music? Like, holy shit! You would say no horrible. to that. Yeah, it's horrible. Rick, so he came out. Oh, he's alive! Boom. No, no. no. Okay. No, never. All right, that's resp- I like that. It's respectful. Round number ten. <clears throat> do you believe in God? Yes. What does that mean for Ricky? I believe in God. I don't believe in religion. Okay. Mean meaning like, how are you gonna have one thing that's right and stick to that? You know what I'm saying? Like when we don't know, nobody knows the answers. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a creator and a God, but we can't sit here and be in one group and ex and say that we're gonna all be accepted as one group. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like this is the right group. Look at Scientologists, dude. And Scientologists in 100, 200 years, you know, like it's it's, religion is. I think religion is stupid. Mm. Scientology is a wildly exaggerated. Religion itself is crazy. I mean, if I were to go to any any um, religion that be that I liked and kind of lean towards Christianity, I went to a Christian school most of my life. Yeah, I, I graduated. Um, from a Christian school, but it's it just, does seem I to just, be more of a like. Uh, but the one thing I do say about Christians is that we kind of like don't go out of our way to make more Christians. It's more like a, hey, we're going to church. You can come with us. No, okay. I mean, you're good. When like Mormons, like, hey, good morning. We're here to talk to you about that. Like they go out there, and, like they do it. Yeah. Like Christians really kind of just like, well, you either know about it or you don't. And that's kind of where we're at. I feel. I just don't. What I don't like is those guys that stand in front of the courthouses. That you ever go to the courthouses? <laughs> repent. Yes. Repent. Believe in God. like we're fucking like atheists. And shit. Like I'm like, ever gonna like walk we're by evil. and be like, like we're oh. all going to jail and gonna you know we we killed somebody. Dude, like, there's nothing worse than a bus kill. If you've been to Vegas, those people that do that at Vegas, and I'm just like, that. dude, I'm like half drunk. I'm at Vegas. I don't want to really hear about this right now at this yeah, moment. Yeah. You need to repent. You're in the city of sin. You're like, fuck, do you Or like it? when they look at you like everybody, like when, when people preach to you like like God is the only answer. Like, yeah. like I explained that to a girl the other night, dude. It's like, okay, God doesn't pay my bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I believe in God, but don't, once you when you see that people get in a God and they think that that's the only thing and then yeah. that, you know, they try to change, they think that that's the right thing. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. No, I understand. I get you. I'm with you. Round yeah. 11. What is your biggest insecurity for round 11? Biggest insecurity. I think probably, probably my weight, bro. 
You're making fun of me right now. No, I swear to God. No, no, no. It's 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 something that I grew up like. I was always. A Were you a chubby kid? No, I was a skinny kid. Oh, it's weird. It's really oh, weird. I feel terrible. For I was you a yeah. I was a really skinny kid, and I I got picked on by a lot of people. But I was the guy out of the group that could fight. Mm. You know, it was it was really weird, and I learned how to fight because I got fucked with most. Mm-hmm. Like, because they'd be so like, now look- today, your biggest insecurity is still your weight. Because you're a big dude, bro. You're yeah, not, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to lose my weight. Oh, you know so that's something in your mind all the time. Yeah, so that's why I go to the gym oh. so much is I don't want to be skinny, bro. I like to, I like to fit in my shirts, right? Like that's I, why I don't go to the gym. I don't want to get too buff. I, I don't want to be too buff. I don't want to get too, too big. Yeah, yeah. So like I go like once a year because I don't want to risk getting too, too big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like you hear those dudes like their, their, their biceps they explode. Their biceps exploded from them doing so many curls. Yeah. That's why I don't do like, any curls. Because like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to risk it. And you know they don't walk like that, bro, when they get out of it. Everyone, everyone's tough guy at the gym, What if dude. they do? That, that would be funny, right? If they do. I make fun of them in, 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 in shows. Yeah. They, they walk <laughs> stiff back like they got to stick up their ass. They walk just like cops. Yeah. <laughs> right. Round yeah. 12. Right. Last and final round. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for I really appreciate. Me. I want, I saw. I've been seeing you on the internet, and I've hit you up a couple times, and I really wanted to get kind of like a, a representation of what it's like, to be Hispanic, mm-hmm. you know, to be, uh, you know, a California person, to be, on that level where you're, you're working hard, you're on tour, you're really developing your scene. You know, a lot of these MCs here that come here are on that exact level, uh, in hip hop. They're like. Oh, dude, I'm still, this is what I do, but like any minute, you know, I'm expecting to blow up or I'm really work looking forward to this or I'm really looking forward to that. And I really wanted to get like the comedy perspective. I wanted to see how much it is that they have in common. And mm-hmm. it's, it's very much alike, dude. Like it's very, the same fears, the same insecurities, oh, yeah. the same crowd interactions, no stories, all that kind of stuff. And I, and I do, I mean, I'm every night with the biggest comedians in the world. Yeah. Like, in Hollywood. So it, was that was that an, an accomplishment that you wanted to reach or that did it just happen? Did you aim for that to go down that way? Yeah. You did. It it's crazy because I was so I was so caught up in this little bubble that I already not made it, but I already just because I was making money doing comedy, I thought that was that was cool until I got introduced to Hollywood. When I got introduced to Hollywood, because I remember a comedian came up to me one night. It was it's a guy I really look up to, and and he's helped me out a lot. Steve Trevino, man, like he uh, he came up to me one night at the at the Laugh Factory, and uh, he's he was he was trying to he was he was digging into my brain. You need to be in L.A. You need to be at the Comedy Store every single night. You need to be you need you need to learn how to write better. You need to you need to do this, and he, he would oh, every time he I would come across him at a comedy club. And then I think he just got fed up of me and just not showing up all the time, like not being at those comedy clubs because I was doing comedy, the comedy clubs that were no one was seeing me. When you're in L.A., people all over are seeing like from TV, everyone, the, the people that matter, you know. So I remember one night he, uh, we're at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood and I just got off stage and he goes, he looks at me, he goes, I'm going to go hang out at the comedy store with the real comedians. Mm. And I was like, and he just kind of making a joke, throwing it at me like, hey, go and show your face, but do stone. something. Yeah, stone. be out here, yeah. make an effort. And I was like, all right, cool. And then uh, it, it, that opened my eyes to really being a better writer. Right. Because I was so lost on my own material when I came out here with the big dogs in Hollywood. That's when it kind of like, it dawned on, like it, it kind of like changed my mindset of writing. 
I felt like my shit wasn't was horrible. Yeah. Compared to these, the best of the best. Well, bro. they say and now the best way to learn chess is to play with someone that's better than yeah. you. Be around the best yeah. of the best, bro, and you become that, dude. Yeah. And, and it it changed, it rewired my brain, bro. Being around that, hearing it, even if I'm not in the room, I'm still hearing it on the microphone. Yeah. And I'm still hearing every single Ian Edwards, Joe Rogan, you know, Bill Burr, Louis C.K., Martin Lawrence, you know, all these all these great comedians are on stage every night. I'm sitting here shaking hands, having a drink with these guys. Yeah. You know, Artie Lang, dude, like dude, all these. So dope, and I'm around all these guys, and I'm like, I sometimes trip out. I'm like. I remember watching these guys when I was younger, and I'm like, now I'm doing shows with them. Yeah. It's like it's crazy. Congratulations on everything you've done. Thank you, man. I, I have no doubt that you will you will make it and you will reach every goal, whether it be writing or performing. You that you have this nobility about you mm. that only certain people I feel have, and the people that do have usually do very well in life. There's no negative thing about you. There's just like not a negative bone in your body. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm with you, man. I, I hope hope you succeed far. And you remember us, little people. When we no, go, no, no. You give me we, VIP. All, we all rise, bro. We all you, rise. You We're me, all here. Give me VIP to your first Madison Square Garden show. Yeah, I'm, I'm aiming towards that, bro. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Last and final round, Ricky Rick. Round 12. Yes. Why? What's that? Why? Why what? Why? Why comedy? Why? Why? Because I, I don't know. I love what I do. Mm. It's, it's, it's in my blood, dude. The day I stepped on stage, I knew I wanted to do this rest of my life. Mm. So. I like that. That's a sincere why. Yeah. You're the and champion. I'm not stopping until I reach the top, bro. That's right. That's right. You're the champion. 12 rounds, Ricky Rick. Let's hear it for Ricky Rick, everybody, one time. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Crowd goes wild. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. You're more than welcome to come back whenever you like. Uh, every once in a while, we like to have a... We had another comedian. I can't remember his name. It was when we first were practicing to get the show on board. Yeah, yeah. His name was Richard... Richard Villa? Richard yeah, Bar- Richard, Richard Barba? Yeah, Rich- there you go. Richard Barba? Richard Barba. Oh, yeah, that's, that's my buddy. Yeah, we had him in here. He, yeah. he did a great job. It was fantastic. It was one of our very first shows. and I don't think it ever aired. I think there was some some kind of audio issue. So I'm looking into it. And I have another friend uh, you might not know, and this is just shop talk. His name is Nev Bersino. Uh, Nev. Is he, he a comedian, right? He's a comedian, yeah. comedian, yeah, and he does this thing. And he, but he, nice. he moved to the Bay, I believe. So he's doing that thing out there. So I, I, I really found a lot of similarities, and I want to kind of hear from your mouth, hear mm. from you what it was like to be young and Hispanic and in a world that's really, really harsh, but at the same time very welcoming if you treat it with respect and you know that stuff. You know, very hip hop oriented type stuff. So uh, you're more welcome back, come back whenever you like. We usually, thank you, thank you. I don't know how it would work for a comedian. Cause so usually we have MC spit sixteen. Is there like a sixteen version for a comedian? If I could freestyle, <laughs> <laughs> I suck it up. Um, if if not, if that's fine. If you like, got like a little bit of a set or something, you can give us. Um, how about just look me up on YouTube? Okay, there you go. And what we'll do is we'll add clips throughout the episode so people can. Yeah, get and to then know you guys can catch my shows. I'm so at, where can they see you? Where can they find you? All that good stuff. Um, I'm at. Hold on, let me whip out my. Hold on. You guys want? I can get everyone tickets too. If you guys want some tickets, hook you guys up with tickets. Okay, I love that. I'm uh, out of town. Oh, hell. <laughs> twenty seven, the twenty seventh. Uh huh. Of Jan, of the twenty seventh of July. Twenty seventh, Hollywood Laugh Factory. Okay. If you guys want to come out, and then Bray Improv the twenty eighth. Uh huh. Um, what else? 
tonight I'm at the comedy store. Um, I'm and also I'm headlining um, the Bray Improv. Yeah. Uh, September 23rd. If oh. you guys want to come out and uh, hit me up on um, on Facebook, on in Instagram, and all that stuff uh, under comedian Ricky Rick, hit me up for tickets. Dude, I'll get you guys on my guest list and all that shit. So sounds dope. I'll take care of you guys. All right, absolutely. Yeah. Ricky Rick, yeah. thanks for coming through, man. Thank you're, you for having me, bro. Absolutely. Anytime, thank man. You. Anytime. You want to see any MCs get, I don't know if you're a hip-hop fan, like you said. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we got some decent names coming out. Like, we got Afro in the house I'm coming here. through. We're, we're about to drink. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's see this guy. What's up, bro? <laughs> uh, we have, you know, we have a, uh, we're very proud of the names that we're able to gather down. You're a fan of it and come through. Sit down and enjoy. You want to co-host? You can do that, too. Cool, you cool. Yeah, bro. So, for Ricky Rick, for the wife. Full rhythm, the Afro just walked in for the new spot, King's Corner here at 1020 North Batada Street. For Sulu Nation, for real hip hop everywhere, for real comedy hits everywhere, right? Yeah. Is there a name for that? For like co- comedy? Like, you're not hip hop, but you're gonna comedy. Um, comedy aficionados. I guess. <laughs> for Ricky Rick. Uh, this is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Wake the flock up. Yes.